Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Friday, July 14, 2023. Uh, You are seeing this uh, on Friday, the 14th, but we're recording this. You see, this is when we're actually doing it and recording it. It's 2.33 in the afternoon on the 13th. So uh, of the year 2023. Welcome to Elijah's Dreams, and uh, we are in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. Uh, through, first of all, we did uh, see the ElijahList.com, which is the written portion of the prophetic words we send out, always free, and then Elijah's Dreams that you're watching here. We kind of work together on those. So when we have something coming out on Elijah's Dreams, we will then post it real quick. I can't do this today uh, on the Elijah list so that you'll know it's about to come on. So be sure you subscribe to that. It, it'll keep you informed, especially if something goes down. We, we usually have access to the mailing list when something else goes down. So anyway, welcome to the show. Today we have Barry Wines, Prophet Barry Wines from Canada is always popular. Lots of good revelation each time he's on. Uh, before we um, leave this section here, a quick reminder that Monday will be Johnny Enlow. Unfiltered, always, always very popular and lots of teaching, lots of revelation. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and give you a quick reminder of the wells that you are digging uh, for God's people uh, in Uganda and various places on the earth. Here we go with that. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. And now, of course, not only in Uganda, but in Nepal, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, Kenya. There's, I'm probably missing. There's Oh, in the Amazon. We showed something in the Amazon the other day that's been dug uh, to basically water for both. It was for both agriculture and for uh, those to drink. Um, so it's a fascinating thing. But anyway, we are very, very grateful for your support. Um, when you're first, you're supporting the prophets on this uh, station, Elijah Streams. But then beyond that, what well, we don't need to, to keep um, this all going. And, you know, we've got about 20, 25 employees. I don't remember the count, but it's right in there. And uh, whatever we don't need to do that, then we're, we're putting large portions of that into digging water wells, as they all call them, boreholes um, over there. That's their term for it. Uh, and so we, we uh, then there's other projects we're doing that we're just still developing stories on those. But um, so many people have been helped. You saw the difference. That was a perfect um, spot to show you the difference between what they used to drink all their life, and then this new fresh, clean, pure, transparent, translucent water. Amazing, clean. Thank you so much. God bless you for that. So, all right, it's time to bring in Johnny. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Johnny Endless on Monday. It's time to bring in Barry White. So, here we go. There, Mr. Barry White from Canada. How are you doing today? Hi, Steve. I'm doing all right. It's so good to be with you again. Good to have you. Uh, it's been it seems like it's been a little longer in between. Not sure, but uh, good to have you back. I've seen some of the notes, and I've got your actual um, transcribed words, so I'll be following along. But I kind of just scanned it, 
so I know where we're. There's some fascinating stuff and some some secrets revealed. I'm I'm really um, excited to release you today to to uh, share with the viewers what God's showing you. So it's yours. Well, well, thank you, Steve, and and I just want to say, you know, everywhere we go, uh, you know, everyone is just always uh, so blessed by Elijah streams here in Canada. Wow, good. That I mean, it just continues, and so I just want to honor you guys well, as thank all you. for what you do. Well, and, you know, I, we, it was a real find when we found you. Uh, God obviously worked that out. Um, that, so we now have a representative of Canada, a prophet from Canada. I know there's other prophets there, but we have uh, felt led to just dig in with you and partner with you and covenant with you. And so um, you usually give us reports. I think we got that coming from Canada today at the end and revelation for Canada too. So we, you know, we love our brothers and sisters to the north. Uh, they are uh, our true brothers and sisters in, in the in the faith. And you guys are going through, I know you'll hit this on the end, but you guys go through so much in Canada. Uh, we think we have a bad here, but you got it worse. You got it worse over there, you know, through, I don't know how it can be worse than, than Biden, but it, it seems to be. Yeah, you know what, I, I went down to Florida there for a trip and, and uh, you can feel the difference in atmosphere between our two nations. You, you literally can can feel feel the difference, you know, when you come back into Canada when you've been away. Of course, when you're here, you don't realize kind of what you're you're under. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so to step out from under that and then back into it, you know, I could really feel, uh, you know, the, the, the change in the atmosphere here. Then. Well, you know, and in kind of like manner, we had Sunil Isaac, who was uh, Kim Clement's drummer, and then he was with us for a while. He had moved from California, which is, uh, which is, you have to be careful what you say in California. Because there's a lot of liberals. I think the truth will come out that they actually voted for Trump in the last election, too. That's going to come out. But by and large, they, they've got such a hold on the state, the liberals do, that you have to be careful what you say. Well, he moved to Nebraska, and he said, Steve, it was like night and day from uh, California to Nebraska. You go to the restaurant, you don't have to watch what you say. You can openly talk about conservative ideas and Trump, and you don't have to worry about the table next to you, anything. So it must be kind of like that coming from, as bad as we are, that it must feel a little bit like freedom compared to where, you, where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, you know, Alberta here, we're more like Texas. You know, I guess if you were to compare, you know, our province to your states, uh, you know, we would be more, you know, definitely on that conservative side, you know, rural, you know, uh, agricultural, oil, you know, resource, forestry, you know, definitely more kind of along those those lines. So more mm -hmm. the rural conservative values. Okay, wow, good. Well, listen, I'll have you jump right in wherever you yeah. want to start on this. Yeah. I know you usually like to pray before you get going. So, yeah, good. Uh, you know, Father, I just thank you mm -hmm. so much again, Father, for the time that we have. And Lord, I just ask, Father, that you'd come and you'd breathe afresh upon each and every one that's watching. Mm. Lord, I ask that you would enlighten mm. and breathe upon uh, what you've got for us today. And Lord, uh, that you would hi oh, highlight those things for us, Lord, that, that we need to see and know. And Lord, I pray that, uh, Father, you would just touch each and every heart as they watch. And I just ask for uh, angelic protection to be released even now father over each and every one each and every family father in this hour 
Lord, we, we honor you above all else, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. Your kingdom be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, so, yeah, Steve, this is, uh, you know, one thing with the prophetic, you know, you don't get to choose what, you know, uh, what you share and what you don't share. And uh, just actually last week, the Lord woke me up early in the morning on Friday. And, and uh, he said, Barry, I, you know, he basically said, you need to share what I give you, uh, you know, unashamedly. And whether, whether you know, people, you know, kind of like it or, or not. And, uh, you know, really kind of challenged me to, to just, again, lay down uh, in surrender. And, and so anyway, the next day, uh, you know, lots going on and, and honestly you know not feeling that great kind of coming out of uh you know post uh what do you say COVID yeah and, yeah and recovery so I, I laid down for a nap and uh anyway as I laid down I had a dream and by the spirit of God I was taken again into a highly secured room now this this didn't seem to be a vault but it was very close to it. It was, it was very, very highly secured. And, you know, there were piles of box documents and evidence all around me. And it was kind of sorted uh, and stacked, not so much by date or by, you know, category, but it was actually sorted and stacked by events. Okay. That had been, you know, had happened and, and taken place through history you know, days gone by, and uh, and this storage facility was a place where they kind of locked down, you know, these kind of documents, hidden, hidden them away. At a risk to, is it is it a presumption to say or not so to that this was a government secured? This is like a government yes. vault. Type. Okay. Yes. Yes. Steve, my 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 impression impression by you know the building i was in that this was a highly secured government uh, facility so i'm looking at this first set of of boxes and and secret documents and uh you know basically on big bold font and print it said classified top secret president john f kennedy ah and, oh, wow. and uh, so I'm looking at this big stack of, you know, boxes of evidence and then papers. And as I stood there, you know, I'm looking at these, these papers, you know, these boxes, all of a sudden I'm looking at a, at a video and it was overimposed. Yeah. So superimposed on it. Posed over, you know, these boxes. And it was actually a video of the assassination of JFK playing out right before my eyes. Wow. And what was hidden in these classified documents actually came to life in this open vision. Ah, and it played right in front of me. Goodness. And so, so Steve, I, I'm telling you, there I was, uh, you know, standing in Dallas. You know, on that very day, watching this thing play out in front of me, watching this motorcade, you know, slowly pass by. 
And it was kind of like, you know, those old movies that, you know, the home recorded movies where the water, you know, the, the colors kind of washed out. Yeah, right. You know, kind of flickering. Yeah. You know, screen. Now, there was no audio. You know, there was no sound. Only, you know, the moving picture. Now, were you were you in the, the movie now or are you still just watching it? I was I actually was street side. It was, it was almost like I was the guy taking the pictures. Now, okay, <laughs> you, you you kind of cut out there for a minute. Were were you did it feel like you were in the in it now instead of just watching it? Or? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I was right there. Okay. And from my vantage point, you know, where I was, you know, positioned and standing. Yeah. I could see a man across the way, you know, across the street. And there was a little bit of a grassy, you know, kind of berm, not really a hill, but a bit of a, a bit of a, a grassy berm, I guess you'd say. And uh, he was standing just, you know, on the back side of that, where you could see just kind of the top portion of his body. Like I couldn't see his legs, but I could see kind of waist up. And it, did you sense how far he was from the street itself? Was it like 20 yards, 50, you know? what? Uh, you know, I would say, Steve, you're probably, you'd be accurate in saying, you know, 100 feet. 100 feet, okay. Somewhere in there. Okay. And so he was standing in behind this grassy, you know, berm. And I watched him and he drew a gun and he fired shots. <laughs> and, well. There was, I could see the puff of smoke come from his armament. And uh, what I saw, Steve, was that deadly shot mm. that took the president's life. Mm. And uh, as quickly as it happened, you know, after he shot President Kennedy, you know, he calmly, coolly, collectedly you know basically just slipped away from the scene now he did not have any fear upon him hmm. you know he had been supported there were other guys in his area that were there covering him for his own protection and i just knew by the spirit that these were other undercover CIA <laughs> operatives hmm. that were around him and they were kind of like a you know bystanders who were part of the plan and part of the crowd you know just not to make a scene they were now this guy he was dressed in black dark sunglasses had a fedora you know of the day on and I could just see by the spirit that he was a CIA operative. That was the one with the with the gun. Was this a pistol type thing or a rifle type thing? What I saw looked like a pistol. Okay. Because it slipped, you know, cleanly into his into his jacket. Okay. You know, when he was done. Yeah. And okay. Well. So now this was a very well, you know, orchestrated plan. And, you know, they had covered all the bases as best as they could to hide what had to be kept public. 
and also to keep a narrative ah, for the nation to maintain peace and control. But honestly, honestly, Steve, it was it was a sobering, uh, awful sight. You know, honestly, you know, chilled me to the bone. Mm. Now I knew that JFK, uh, President John F. Kennedy, he knew it all. He knew what was going on in behind the scenes. And he was going to blow it wide open for the nation to see. And, and what I'm talking about is I knew that he knew that the global, or I would say the global elites could not risk the truth getting out and how things were really run and who was really in control. So from there, you know, I just watched this thing take place and I was taken into the spirit, into rooms where there were global elites that were meeting and they were planning and executing demonic plans wow. of tyranny and control. Yeah. And I was taken in the spirit, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Argentina, uh, New York, oh, Washington, D.C. Uh, and so city to city, meeting to meeting, there were different rooms. There were different ones on the phones. They were planning and managing and collaborating. And they had these, I watched these machines and they were old. They, they looked like a, they were a type of encrypted mm. printer. And they were printing out coded messages back and forth. And so as I saw them coming off of the machine, it almost looked like a form of Braille, like, a, like it didn't look like an alpha numerical code. Mm. Okay. Uh, you know, it looked more like a, like a form of Braille, but, mm. but trained men and women, uh, you know, were at hand, obviously, to translate and correspond and reply as directed by those, you know, that were, you know, running the, running the room. So I was taken from there in the spirit, wow. Steve, uh, to the top floor of yeah, it was a, like a round building, like roundish, oval, yeah. uh, in architectural style. And uh, I knew that this bank tower was in Switzerland. And it was the bank of all banks. I mean, it was the bank of, of all banks. Well, I know there's a thing called the Bank of International Settlements. Did you know it by name or just yeah. uh, that description? I, I, wasn't, I didn't see any any names. I didn't see any logos, but but I knew that uh, the financial world, uh, basically as we've known it, came out of that, came back to the roots within that place. Okay, wow. And so, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how I know, but I know it's just. It's in the, and this is was it still a dream form? But you're in it. Is that what you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah this this I you know I'm right in there, and so. At this point, uh, everything was fed and controlled from this place. Mm. And the room that I was in was the top floor of, of this tower, and it had a big round, you know, boardroom table. And 
you know, they had these seats, you know, set around so as they would gather, you know, and have their discussions and meetings. But there was one seat in particular. Hmm. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Where there was actually, uh, actually, a, I'm going to say like a, a statue of Satan himself. So it was actually on the table in front of a seat, you know, at the head of this boardroom table. And uh, Man. these ones had gathered around this table were his pawns. And, you know, the the demonic, you know, the darkness, you know, the air, it, it was just, there was just this awful stench, you know, in that atmosphere. And so I watched, you know, as these men had entered the room, took their seats, and uh, they began their meeting with, to me, what seemed like a satanic, occultic, liturgical, reading hmm. as they opened up this meeting and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Now, these guys were working with these principalities and they were positioned to oppress and control on every level hmm. in every nation. And they held the money and they held the control. And I mean, I could see over the spirit, in the spirit, over this bank, there was a spirit that was in the form of an octopus. I mean, it, had, it was huge. It had these tentacles that could reach every office and every high place of authority mm. within the nations. Oh. Now, I don't know how else to share this, but, you know, the spirit of God then took me through time. And all of a sudden, what I'd been seeing in black and white went to technicolor. Oh, wow. So, Because everything that I'd seen up to this point was kind of black and white. Hmm. So at this point, I was over this same bank, this round building in Switzerland. and But now I could see it had power lines that went from it to the WEF, the WHO, and other nations, other governments. I mean, the the control that came out of this place was was definitely global. Now, I watched, and what had changed was, as I looked, there was an angelic host being released from the Lord for as far as the eye could see. And it was coming in and surrounding this bank. Oh, interesting. And this dark portal of evil. I mean, there were millions of them. Now, millions you know, of angels? What did you say? Millions of? Yeah, and millions of angels. Okay, wow. And uh, now in the past, I've seen the angels come and kind of stand in a formation, you yeah. know, shoulder to shoulder. But Steve, this time it was different. They came in and they began to move in a rotation around this bank. And as they did, the momentum picked up and the force picked up and they became like a whirlwind mm. that surrounded that thing. And pretty soon you couldn't even see the angels. You could just see this wind 
and you could just see this whirlwind uh, wrapping around this system and, and what was going on there. And the father had dispatched them for this very time in history. But by this time, you know, by the time he was done, there was not one piece left of it. Not one. It was decimated. It was gone. Nothing left. Wow. Every connection to the WEF and other evil governmental regimes, they were toast. They were gone. Wow. So, Steve, I'm there looking at this thing and at the debris of what had just happened. And uh, what I had just seen, the father had come and he turned the table on centuries of demonic control and oppression. And I, so I'm, you know, at this point, I'm kind of over top looking where this, this building used to be. So the building's gone too. The building, everything's gone. Building no, no gone. No circular building, no nothing. Building gone. Wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm up top looking down where this building used to be. And I hear, you know, these helicopters. So I look over and here there's a fleet of governmental military air force uh, helicopters in formation doing a flyover. Now, I could see that this formation was actually escorting President Trump and giving him a tour so he could see that it was done with his own eyes. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Uh, well, so, the spirit's certainly on you on this one. I mean, and for anyone that's new to this, that that the uh, the more you hit the truth, the way your gifting works is the spirit will hit your you in bodily manifestations, and that'll be. It's kind of like the spirit's kind of uh, bearing witness with your spirit that that you're tapping into what God's saying, basically. So, in a nutshell. Thank you, thank you, Steve. Yeah. So, so from there, Steve, the next thing I know, I'm taken into a press release, into a press conference, where it was time to publicly hmm. release the contents of the John F. Kennedy files for the world to see. And it would be a key for connecting all the dots hmm. for all that's been going on for a very long time. Now, President Trump was here. I mean, the humility on President Trump, I mean, it was... It was obvious. And, you know, you could see that, you know, yet it had been a battle, you know, I think maybe far greater than perhaps what he'd expected. But I saw him. I saw President Trump drop to one knee. Really? Uh, and he said a silent prayer before he got up to the podium to release and to share what he had to. And as I looked at him from the left, approached and stood the Kennedy family as he began sharing. Now, do we say the Kennedy family? You mean the current living Kennedy family? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know them by name. I just yeah. knew that there was this group of yeah. the Kennedy family. Okay. Husbands and wives, kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, mm. had come for this very moment. Now, with the emotion in the room, like it was gut-wrenching. 
and uh, justice was being served. Yeah. It was clear that we were in a different time and a different place. I mean, there was world press that had gathered. Can I ask you on that one statement to make people know what you're saying? Do you mean this is about upon us and we, we would call that we're, we're now setting in a different time, a different place? Or do you mean this that was a different time than, I mean, try to describe what you mean by that. So, so Steve, what, what, I, what I mean was with the release of the JFK evidence. Yeah. And the release of everything that surrounded his assassination. And as he was working on what he was working on at that time, yeah, and wasn't able to do it to bring everything out into the open. It was happening now. <laughs> it was happening now. Now. And and it was like a different time and a place. Like as this was released, it shifted. Ah, it shifted things like wide open. And wow. uh, so much so, I mean, the room it it had world press, you know, gathered. Really. More and more reporters than you know you've ever seen. I mean, if you go to the Olympics or you see the pictures of the Olympics, yeah, literally, you know, you know, hundreds of press corps. This is this is what was here. And uh, this was history being written right before us. Wow. And uh, well, I mean, and it's such a pivotal thing. Now I'm looking at your notes. So that's the end of that whole section. Um, were you going to say anything at all about what you typed in red, or was that just a note to me? Yeah, I will share a little bit about that. Okay. And, I mean, I could see the dust settling, and and this peace began to flood the land, and the storm was behind us, and the skies were bright, blue and clear, and the whole entire atmosphere felt clean and different. Now, after this, Steve, uh, the Lord took me in that same room where I started with you know all those high security files. Yeah. And he took me back into that room and he showed me another box, another set of files and boxes and details and meetings surrounding those ones different from the JFK. This mm. is another another event. And uh I'd intended on sharing it today. But but honestly in praying and preparing you know what? The father has not given me permission to share publicly at this point. He's the time isn't right. So I yeah. want to make sure that people know that what you're not doing now. It says after this, the Lord took me back into that into that classified storage room, and I was shown another series yeah. of files, details, and meetings. And you're saying that next level, the next thing, God's not giving you permission to share yet. No, no. Okay. He but I will say this, and I mean, okay. I can say this. Okay. What he took me into is going to be another big piece of this puzzle. Mm. And it's going to be disclosed, <laughs> I believe, in the near future about a past event mm. that changed America forever and it changed the world forever. And, uh, and so at this point, we're just keeping that as a point of intercession and a place yeah. to you know, of intercession over this, over this one, because I would say it's equally as important to the JFK files. Yeah. 
and and Barry, so now um, if I can take you either in your profit mode or even just Barry mode you're, you, with your own opinions, because God's giving you this revelation. What do you sense is the reason God had you come on? This is very pivotal information that you shared how something went down, a different uh, man with a gun on the opposite side of the street where they say Lee Harvey Oswald saw, shot from the book depository building, but you saw the shot come from uh, the other side of the street, which yes. I guess he would have been in, uh, off to the side and in front I mean, in order to get that angle, I guess. I don't know what kind of angle you had, but he would have to be, he would have had to have been in front-ish or to, you know what I mean? Did yes. you see how, you know, how far, what kind of an angle he was shooting from? I don't know how you'd even describe that. It was a motorcade was approaching. It was approaching. And from from what I saw, because it was kind of back and forth. Yeah. As I, yeah. As I saw, but to me, it was as the as it was approaching. Okay. So he had a good, clean shot, that sort of thing. Um, and what do you think God's, why did God want this? If you, if you even have a sense, what's, what was God's purpose, if you, if you know, in, in revealing this to the people right now? Steve, I mean, I know it seems very unusual to jump back into, you know, this, this tragedy that happened, you know, so many years ago. Yeah. But, but I believe that with what we're seeing play out today in real time in our nations is very closely related to the same group of people okay. that were involved in uh, taking President, K President yeah. Kennedy. So it's like, I think this might even be the 60 year anniversary this year because it's uh, it was 63, I think it was. So, and this is 23, so that'd be 60 years, right? Really? Wow. Yeah, I think we're at the 60th in November 22, I think. Yeah. Uh, 22 or 20, uh, um, 1963. So there were, we were about to hit 60 years, which is, you know, six is the number of man, you know, yeah. and there's a, there's a symbolism there that man's had his way with this country for about uh, 60 years. And the, the globalist, they changed the world that, that day in Dallas. And you said there's another event, but and God's saying that that which was is being revealed now or right now. I know Trump recently said publicly, I saw it on a Patriot site, that, is, that when he comes back into office, he plans to release the, the remainder of the JFK files. They were almost all released, but there was a significant trove that was kept back. Wow. Uh, I just read that. And so he said, I'm going to release the rest of them. It says, yeah, November 22, 1963. Thank you, Julie. Uh, wow. I had that. Everybody, almost everybody remembers where they were on that day, at least if you're my age. Yeah. Um, I was seven years old, and I remember that. Um, those, by the way, were the very first, from what my father explained to me when I was a kid, it was the satellite, we were getting satellite images of the news, and my father was saying, this happened three seconds ago, and he was talking about the news coverage, because we're watching, and then we're watching the funeral a few days later, and he was saying everything you're seeing was three three seconds ago, and there's this new technology satellite. Uh, it was brand new. I don't know how. My sense is it was brand new. Maybe someone will say no, it was around for ten years. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that was fascinating. Well, but, I, I think the other thing uh, with with President Trump 
you know, showing up on the scene in that helicopter formation to actually see for himself that this thing was brought down and this wow. thing was, you know, dealt with. And I believe that that is one of President Trump's, uh, his mandate, you know, to yeah. to bring freedom from from what we've endured here. And, you know, what you're describing about the humility is very interesting because I've said all along, you know, when Trump comes back in, he's not coming in again. He's not coming in as Pastor Trump, Commander-in-Chief Trump, President Trump. But all along, I see a humility that's developed in him. And yet, against his enemies, he's fierce, he's sarcastic, he's confrontive, and he's, he does, he's not nice at all. And I don't think those are at odds with each other. He could be a humble man before God and vicious towards his enemies, as David was a man of war. He yeah. wasn't showing mercy on the battlefield. That's know? right. So that's that's why people need to categorize that to some extent. There's the humility of God of Trump before God, and then the the brashness and the fighting spirit like David against his enemies, and they both can coexist. So let him continue to be brash, you know. But but before God, I see the humility now, you know. Yes. So good. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. Maybe, so so as I. As I always do, Steve, you know, I, I journal this stuff out and and once you once I've dreamt it, I can actually go back into it. Really? And like hit replay and wow. Do it. So I'm journaling this out, you know, and because I don't want to miss anything. And you know, basically it kind of got it all kind of on paper. And then the Lord dropped a word on me. Okay. Uh, and and what he said was. Uh, you know, Barry, tell my people, all that you've endured has not been in vain. Yeah. All that you've endured and all that you'd have suffered has not gone unseen or unnoticed. For I know the battle has taken a toll on you. Yeah. And then go growing weary and are near despair. For I tell you today to count it all joy. Wow. For you made it this far, and you shall make it to the end. For it is my great pleasure to restore all things. But be prepared for the vacuum that I'm about to fill with the power of my glory and my might. For there has been a restriction by evil men upon my people, and they have repressed in every way. They have repressed innovation given by my divine inspiration to men over the centuries. I have given inspiration to men to bring abundance to my people. So get ready, for it is about to be released throughout the nations. Wow. For I am moving you from days and years of lack into days of abundance and plenty. Wow. And it shall be available for all. For there is a new grace coming to share my good news. For where it was once hard ground and hard hearts, there shall be a softening as the outpouring of my spirit goes with you. As you step out in faith, I will make a way. You will pray for the sick and they'll be healed. You'll yeah. cast out devils in my name and you'll lead many to my cross to accept me. Yes, Lord. Great shall be the harvest. So watch, pray, and walk with me as we transform nations together. For in this hour, I'm shaking and extracting evil presidents 
kings and prime ministers, leaders from their lampstands. And I'm dealing with evil regimes and shall bring my justice and loving vengeance to the land, extracting all that is not of me. It is time for my ecclesia to stand up and be all that I've called you to be. It's time to put compromise and excuses behind you. For there are many among you who have self-appointed yourselves in positions that I did not endorse. And you're calling yourself something you're not. So you're trying to walk in places that I've not called you or commissioned you. You've had to kick and spur in your flesh to get things done. Oh, there's no favor on that. Yeah. There's no power in that. For what you start in the flesh, you have to finish in the flesh. But what is birthed by my spirit is done by the power of my spirit. So it would be better to humble yourselves before me, before you're humbled before men. Since when is it right to attack and take out another brother for your own selfish gains and motives? Yeah. So beware for the same measure that you've used on another shall be used on you. Oh, oh you shall reap. So let me be clear and let me make it plain. I am your only hope and redeemer. Ooh, your hope does not come through a political spirit or a religious spirit. Your hope and redemption comes from me and me alone. For I am the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. For I am the Lord of Hosts. El Shaddai is my name, God Almighty. So hold fast to my promises, for they are forever true and unfailing. For I am not a man that I can lie. And holy is the word of the Lord. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Really, really good. You know, there's this one part I just uh, started to underline it, but I was following. Um, let me see if I get it. Oh, so this, so he's talking about anyone who this would apply to. Doesn't name, but it says, since when is it right to attack and take out another brother? For your own selfish gains or motives, be be aware the same measure you have used on another shall be used on you. For as you sow, you oh. shall also reap. That's a, that's a word for every single believer in the body of Christ, myself, ourselves included. Whenever or if ever we take on, uh, uh, try to take on or take out or remove or, or cast dispersions on another brother that would benefit us. Oh, man, God's saying it's going to be it's going to be paid back to you. If yeah. you do that, so that's just that's a word for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve, I'll say, you know, we've been uh, seeing some miraculous things happen amongst us. You know, we've had meetings come together. We've had different things and situations happen. And you know what? We've gone in into the courts of heaven to take ourselves first. You know, when you go to the courts of heaven, the first place you go is your own heart. Oh yeah. And uh, less mm. wicked way within us. And, you know, I'm guilty. Like, I've got things that, you know, attitudes and things that I've had, you know, we have to continually deal with. Yeah, we do. And and thank God his blood, you know, covers it all. And uh, and and so as we go there and as we, we enter those courts of heaven, 
and you open the books, uh, you know, present the evidence, and you know we're seeing the father come in miraculous ways. Wow. Wow, really, really, really good. So good. Yeah, and that's right on that point. We have to continually go before the Father. You know, David, you know, he, he he's, I think it's Psalms 139 where he says, don't, don't I hate, I hate those who hate you. I hate them with a the perfect hatred, perfect hatred. And then he ends the whole thing by saying, examine me and see if there's any unclean way. He didn't know if this perfect hatred was perfect. Right, <laughs> or right. if it even should. So he, he covered that by saying, nevertheless, you know, check and see if there's anything, you know, unclean or, or uh, not pleasing to you. So they all have to do that, every single one of us. I mean it. And if you say to yourself, anyone's watching, listening, says, no, I don't really do that. I've covered that in my life, and I never have to do that. Well, okay, maybe. But if you're saying that, maybe that. I don't know. It's a little suspect because we all have to self-examine ourselves, you know, examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith. And uh, sometimes we're in sort of this, well, I heard someone, a pastor say decades ago now, but he said there's there's never been a, a, a man or a woman that had perfect motives all the time. Right. There's no such thing. Right. And if you say, well, I've dealt with all my motives. Now they're perfect. I don't know. That might be key right there. That you're right. saying that, you know, that you're not exact. So anyway, we got to examine ourselves. Um, all right. And by the way, that's, uh, I'll just say this. I have been through periods of time when I examined myself so much, I became obsessed. And it, God doesn't want that either. You, he doesn't want you navel-gazing on every last little tiny right. thing. Because I went that route one time, and that was death to me, li almost literally. Uh, but, you know, examine yourself. Take it before the Lord once in a while. Say, Lord, like David did, if there's anything in evil way in me, just let me know, Lord. That's what he was saying. Just tell me. That's right. I'll deal with it. So, All right. Well, you got a word for Canada here. Let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So, so, Steve, I'll tell you, we went to a Canada Day uh tent meeting and there was there was actually a few days where they had worship and and speakers and and fire and glory and oil and all that great you know people getting healed and i mean it was just a great great gathering now we went on canada day which is july 1st and honestly you know there's there's dancing and there's you know great worship going on all these kind of things and uh you know i wasn't feeling the best you know that day yeah but nevertheless i i could have you know i just wanted to get on my face and and uh and just dig into the father because i could see in the, you know there was something coming down the pipe here in canada and i couldn't really you know put my finger on it but i was taken into just some real you know kind of this intercessory mode mm -hmm. that pulls me into and uh so anyway, you know, you kind of sit on that and you just kind of try and, you know, get through it and ride it out and say, Lord, what are you saying? But anyway, uh, I had this word come to me uh, last week and the Lord said, Barry, tell my people, tell my Canadian people that there is another wave coming. The, the enemy has put a hit out on Canada. Mm. For if he can take out Canada, it will be a devastating blow, not only for you, but also for the nations. So let my people know that this one 
is going to be different than the others. The enemy has been working for a long time conditioning this land that I love for evil intentions and purposes. He has even used the religious spirit to inoculate those who do not know me. So Canada, you've allowed the political religious spirit to take you away from my ways. You have allowed pride and selfish ambitions Mm. away. For I've called you to walk in unity with me, and yet you have chosen your own prideful ways, competing against one another on every platform, Mm. even at my altar, boasting of the great things you have done when they are actually very little to what I've actually called you to do. So Canada, I've called you to be the first line of defense and the first line of offense for my kingdom mm. and the nations. Mm. So Canada, it's time to stand up and get in the game. Shake off the lethargy. Uh, shake off the apathy. Uh, Canada, it's time to return to my altar. For I am your only hope. For you've asked for my holy fire. And I promise you, it is here and it is coming. So Canada, my love for you is passionate. And I won't let you go to another. For I will chase you down every path that leads you away from me. You are not going to get away with the things that you have in the past. For I will burn in you at every turn. And I will cut you off and I will turn you around. So Canada, I will build my church. Then the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Canada, I have called you to love. Canada, I'm not interested in another meeting, another gathering or conference where you just talk about it. Mm. Is it right to just give me lip service? when your hearts hold anger and offense to your brother and sister. For I'm calling you to do it, to love. It is empty words, hollow action, if you can't walk in it. Mm. And there's no power in that. So leave your gift at the altar and go to your brother and get it right. And don't resist or reject your brother and sister when they come to you to sort it out. So how can you expect more when you can't do this? For my people are desperate for real spiritual mothers and fathers, not speakers, leaders who hide in green rooms. For I am looking for true worship, not meetings of emotional hype and spiritual self-gratification. For I did not call you to be an industry I've called you to be a body, and I've called you to be a family. Mm. My dear shepherds, don't think that you can beat the sheep with a staff and get away with it. For that staff was meant to keep out the wolves, not to be used on the sheep. For it is time to pursue healing and restoration. For Mm. Canada, this is your call to the nations. Let it begin with you.
How can you expect authority over another if you don't have authority over among yourselves? So Canada, it's time to go lower. And Canada, I have come to bring life and healing to the hurting and broken. And I'm not gonna relent for I'm going deep into the places of your spirit, soul, and body to bring healing to every hurt and wounded place in you that the enemy is using in and through you. Hmm. No one shall be exempt from my loving intentions. So do not run from it. Do not run from me. For as I heal and restore you, you will walk in new authority and compassion. And it will be a demonstration of my spirit in signs, wonders, and miracles. So Canada, I am establishing safe places for my leaders and my people to come and be restored and healed for places of refuge are few. Many of my leaders and my people have been under the microscope and the enemy has used it against them to inflict much pain and division, exposing their brokenness rather than love, heal, cover and restore. For Canada, I'm birthing safe houses to lovingly care for these ones. For as I heal them and set them free, they shall take their place in my body to bring in this harbor and take mm. them to the nations. For Canada, you are being governed by the enemy. The leaders and parties are not who you think they are. They are merely puppets in the hands of the enemy. They've sold out to the enemy. They are compromised beyond reproach. The enemy has infiltrated your land. For they have built systems uh, for their own purposes that shall not remain for long. The tipping point is coming. For Canada, there is a great awakening upon you. Eyes will see, ears will hear, and hearts will understand. For my Canada, I'm bringing together a new governance for this land that I love. I'm raising up righteous leaders to stand and govern in ways with my ecclesia led by my spirit to take back all the enemy has stolen. So Canada, justice shall be served. The unrighteous shall be taken out. For Canada shall once again be known as a true North, strong and free. Who and holy is the word of the Lord. So good. I mean, as you're reading that, I keep hearing seeing the phrase about the Lord's fierce love, the Lord's fierce love for Canada, um, you know, it's palpable. It's like, wow, he's not messing around with, with Canada. Of course, he's not messing around with any of our nations, but I mean, in this word, he's declaring, he's drawing lines in the sand. He's, he's setting, you know, uh, you know, a line beyond which no one better step because this is his country. And he's going to make, see it through. So really good. And it's intense um, towards the believer uh, and, you know, even the shepherds. He said, you know, you think, think of the pastor being a shepherd with one of those shepherd's rods. The look, that's meant to beat off the enemy. And yeah. some pastors have found themselves beating up the sheep. And, ow, the God is not going to take that anymore. You're using that to beat up your own people. Because you have authority, we do that over here in this in the United States. I don't know if you do that up in Canada, but we have leaders that have such authority that they are not to be questioned, and they can beat up all the sheep. And 
I assume you have some of those too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not the way the Father created No, not at all. Not at all. So, well, you have a, a sort of an update for Canada, kind of what's going on? Yeah, yeah, Stephen. You know, I guess there's a few things. Uh, you know, we're still, you know, uh, you know, you've seen the fire as you guys have seen the smoke. Yeah. Even, even here today, you know, we're hundreds of miles from fires and yet, you know, you can, you know, you see a block down, down the street and we've got this smoke hanging over us. And, uh, you know, so there's still a lot of uh, question within those fires and evidence that's coming forward that, that those were not natural fires that, that were lit and, and, you know, how they come on kind of all at the same time. And yeah. They found boxes, detonators, uh, time release detonators in the, in the bush. So, so that is still, you know, we're still kind of working our way through all of that. Uh, you know, in some ways, maybe more questions than answers. Um, but, you know, there's other things that are going on here. We've got, you know, we, we have a lady, uh, you know, and, and her name is Sheila Lewis. She's from Northern Alberta. Okay. And this mom, you know, she's 50, I think 56 years old, and she's waiting for a kidney transplant and which she's been denied because she didn't get the oh, you know, i see you know, one so of those because she didn't take something unhealthy for her they're going to not let her do something healthy yes yes like, and, and like... so, so so i mean even though all of those restrictions have been been lifted off of us they're still denying her this surgery uh you know she's taken to the courts the courts have basically put a gag order on her she can't talk about it. She can't take it to the media. So the judges are in cahoots with the doctors. The restrictions on this are just, are just, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that this is still going on in Canada. It's so evil. It's so evil. And so, you know, we lift her up and then the situation up, uh, you know, before the father that he would move on her behalf. And yeah. Somehow wake, you know, work with those in authority to relax these restrictions. Which kind of transplant does she... A kidney. Okay, so just people can sometimes intercessors want to know exactly what to pray for so they can pray with strategy. So pray yeah. for the kidney transplant to open up both the available donor. Yes. Right. And then the, the, the courts will be overturned and the evil judges will be removed from the bench because that's that's an evil judge that says you're not going to let you let you talk about how you're being treated unfairly. You can't even talk about it. That's just wrong on so many levels. Yeah, and so and so the you know the C eleven Bill C eleven C eighteen, the media restrictions those are passed. Those are you know we're seeing it on our platforms where there's restrictions happening, uh, you know where they're really throttling the the media you know that isn't the paid media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so that's you know basically rolling out. We just had a law passed in Quebec towards mandatory vaccinations, uh, which is very troubling. And uh, so so that just happened. And of course, Quebec, you know, we had a big event canceled uh, for Canada. Yeah, I remember that. Because, you know, we were, you know, because of our belief system in, in two genders and, and pro-life and, and these kind of things, even though it was a reconciliation gathering that we were planned. So, so that is still kind of all, all, still kind of in process of unfolding and then uh i guess just a couple other things just to touch on um you know we've had a you know that we got another bill here bill c47 
where you know the federal government is basically wanting to put a stop to natural health products and the, and the natural health industry so unless it's a pharmaceutical you know so you know through through that side they don't want to see us looking after ourselves in healthy natural ways man, man barry and so you know it just it, it's just kind of mind-bending it is mind-bending yeah. yeah so so that's another one and then i think lastly uh you know I, i've never talked about it here you know publicly but uh you know we've got a, a pastor out of calgary uh, arthur ploski who you know has had quite a rough couple of years uh you know basically started a ministry in calgary feeding the poor in the streets and and uh anyway he'd he'd come out of a country that had been a communist rule country and and so he kind of knew what it was like to grow up and live in poland and yeah. at that time and uh so he's actually uh, he's got one more charge against him that i believe is in court here in august that you know they're they're basically i think you know going to be moving towards sentencing on and you know the talk is that he could be uh you know 10 years in jail sentencing for what well the, the, and i don't know the details of all of the charges because there's been yeah many many but uh you know i think there were some misdemeanor charges and he'd opened up his churches during times that you know according to the charter we can yeah yeah uh, but but it's kind of a, just a real messy, ugly situation. But at any rate, uh, to see that we're even having to go here, you know, in this day to yeah. defend, to defend a pastor in in Canada is really really something. So so we've got a lot of ground that we've got to take back, and we still have a lot of people in denial that uh, that really don't maybe really understand where we're at. Uh, this movie that just came out. Have you seen it, Steve? Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I tell you, what what an amazing show. Yeah. It was a, it was it was pivotal. It's waking people up across the earth. It's going to end up waking. We've talked about it on an earlier show. They've already you know as as big a, a, of a movie premiere as the Jesus Revolution was. Uh, they've broken all kinds of records for Christian based movies, and it. It's up to after many months. It's up to fifty-two million dollars. It's made. Sound yeah. of Freedom was op opened on the fourth. This is only the thirteenth, and they're already at fifty-two million dollars now. And it's just and then no sign of slowing down. And so, it's people just know that they have to see that. I didn't want to see it. I just knew I had to. You know, I dreaded it kind of. But then it. I think I dreaded it so much it wasn't so bad. I thought, oh, I thought this was going to be. Uh, I thought they were going to show horrific scenes, and they they really were able to communicate what they needed to communicate without yeah. profanity, without uh, nudity, without they could have they could have gone to all these places, uh, but they didn't. They made it palatable while still letting you know the the, the degree of wickedness it is. You know, so yeah, yeah no, they, they they did a tremendous job on that and. You know, we went to the movie last Saturday. We came out into the theater lobby, and we had a friend of ours who uh, is involved in rescuing and then that kind okay. of thing. Okay. And she was, you know, their family was there, 
and they were praying for a woman in the lobby. And anyway, she grabbed me to join, you know, in some oh, work. And this woman was just, the Lord was just touching her so deeply. And it turns out that she was actually one of the photographers for the show. For the oh, movie. You're, oh, you're kidding. And so this was the first time that she actually saw it, like she actually saw it five years later. Wow. Wow. And man, we cried our, we cried our eyes out. <laughs> and there was something so precious in that moment. And so, you know, I just, uh, you know, I honor those servicemen and those men and women that are, are stepping up, those that are funding these, these missions, those that are standing up and doing these, these, uh, you know, assignments, I tell you, I just honor them. And we just, we just pray for more favor and, yeah. and more grace upon you. Yeah, well, go ahead and very, maybe while I was, we're closing here, would you maybe go ahead and pray into that and pray for the people that are watching today? I mean, some people, there's all kinds of levels that have been woken up even today with, with this word for Canada and word for the U.S. and my goodness, yeah, whatever God gives you to pray. Yeah. Well, Father, we, we just honor you, Lord, above all. We just honor yeah. you what you're doing in our nations right now. Father, that, Lord, you do not withhold your love, even though at times it comes in ways we don't expect it, Father. Mm. Those things out of us that, that have to go, Lord, and as those hard prayers are, Lord, come and, yeah. and touch our hearts, Lord. We we. Mm. We we sang that song for years. Refiner's fire. Yeah. In my heart's you know only desire. Lord, we we pray that prayer. Lord, we ask that you'd come and you'd work in us and you'd work in our families, Father. That you would position us, Father, with with a love and a tenderness and a mercy and a grace and a compassion, Father, for your people. So Lord, I pray for each and every one that's watching, Lord, that you know whether they're in sickness, whether they're in health, Lord, you know. Mm -hmm financial need or you know every every son every daughter every family every struggle lord you know everything lord that your saints your precious saints are dealing with today so father i pray that you'd come afresh upon each one lord with a fresh touch and washing of your love and embrace father only as you can and lord i pray that father where the enemy has come to steal and destroy lord Father, when that thief is caught, Lord, we can get seven times yeah. recompense. Ah! So, Lord, we know that the stealing and the plundering upon your people by the enemy has been a lot. And so, Lord, I ask, <laughs> Father, even now, Lord, that mm. you on behalf of each one that's watching, mm. Lord, bring a sevenfold return. <laughs> yes, stolen from them, whether it be financially, relationally, in their health, in whatever area, Lord, bring your grace. And Father, I pray for uh, the unfolding of these files that are to come with the John F. Kennedy files, Lord. Yes, Lord. That, that's to come, Lord. I pray that in your perfect timing, in your perfect way, that would accomplish all, Lord, that you have predestined before the beginning of time. Lord, I ask for wisdom for those in authority, Lord, that they would walk in step with you as they unpack and unfold and release what needs to be in the days ahead. Lord, I just pray for protection for uh, Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams team and family and, and, and those that watch, Lord, I just, we lift uh, Psalm 91 up and over us all, Lord, during this time. 
Lord, there's no other shadow in which we'd rather be found but under the shadow of your wing in this day. So, Lord, we love you. We honor you. Great is your name. May you be glorified in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, Barry, you mentioned the, the places. You you go, you go by the handle, the Canadian Hammer. So how do they find you on whichever social media? Yeah, thank you, Steve. So uh, I'm really, you know, easy to find. I'm the Canadian Hammer, and you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on True Social. Uh, mm. You can find me on uh, Barry Wunsch on Zappet. Actually, I'm on there. Oh, wow. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah, we support that. Awesome. And uh, Telegram, the Canadian Hammer on Telegram. Good. Good. So, okay. Wow. That's really good, uh, Barry. So I appreciate it so much. Uh, <clears throat> our prayers are with you. I know you, you, you have... Uh, you shared some private health issues, and we're still going to get you. Don't you have a back surgery we need to get you into, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how yeah. can people pray? What's the prayer that people can agree with? I guess there would be a couple things right now for us. Uh, you know, I guess one is, you know, I, I've got, you know, long COVID is really trying to, to you know, still kind of hit me in my lungs. Yeah. And I'm taking everything I can take. I mean, we're doing all we can naturally that, that we can yeah. do. And uh, we're under some good advisement there. Uh, you know, I go, I've got back surgery that I do another MRI the end of September, uh, I guess, for another evaluation to see, you know, when they're, you know, that, that they were supposed to do that last January. And, you know, here we still wait. And then uh, for my wife's heart, you know, yeah, oh, wow. she's still, uh, my wife's heart still is, is not what it should be. Okay. So, so that would give our intercessors the love to pray. I mean, I know they've got some good things that, that they can focus on. We didn't. I don't bring it up that often with, with you because, you know, we keep health things private. But that it's kind of important to get some of This is a very dedicated group, so I know you'll get some good intercessors going for you. So. All right, well, quick reminder, this is Friday as you're watching this. So Monday is Johnny Enlow Unfiltered, so don't miss that. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Bless you. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.